Welcome to the Science Update Podcast. I'm Bob Hershon, and this is the podcast for August 5th, 2011. The Science Update Podcast is produced by AAAS. Advancing science, serving society. The acoustic properties, or the echoes sent by this dish-shaped leaf, actually help the bats find the flowers. Having more than only one sensory system is definitely of a great advantage in evolution. There is no evidence of infection, there's no swelling, there's no pus, without any antibiotics. And what's equally remarkable is that they definitely show no pain. This week, dolphins have an amazing ability to heal themselves. We'll tell you how that could benefit us, and how one dolphin species uses more than just echolocation to hunt. Also, vampire bats and how they know just where to bite their prey. But first, Suzanne Bard learned how one rainforest plant is taking advantage of a bat's ability to echolocate. use echolocation to find insects and other prey. But some bats feed on plant nectar. Now, scientists have discovered that a Cuban plant attracts nectar-sipping bats with specialized leaves that take advantage of sonar. University of Bristol sensory biologist Mark Holderreed says the leaves are shaped a bit like a satellite dish. He and his colleagues hid nectar rewards next to both normal and specialized leaves. When we attached one of these concave dish-shaped leaves, where we found is that the bats find these hidden nectar rewards about twice as fast. The acoustic properties, or the echoes sent by this dish-shaped leaf, actually help the bats find the flowers. He says the bats need to visit hundreds of flowers every night to get enough nectar to survive. So finding them twice as fast is a big benefit to their survival and their fitness. Both the plant and the bats gain The plant gains in increased pollination success, and the bat gains in reduced search time for the nectar it needs. He adds that this system isn't that different from how regular flowers attract pollinators during the daytime. Imagine you're a plant that needs to be pollinated. What you want to do is produce a flower that is very good at attracting a pollinator. So if you want to be pollinated by an animal that has very good vision, well, you want to be colorful to stand out against the meadow. In our case, We are talking about plants that want to be pollinated by bats, and they need to create some way that makes them stand out as well. And what we found is that the shape of this leaf turns it into the equivalent of a color. It turns it into an acoustic beacon, which very efficiently draws in the bats and they draws it in for the purpose of pollination. And in other bat news, researchers report in the journal Nature that they've discovered how vampire bats know where to bite their prey. Apparently, the same protein receptor that makes people sensitive to spicy food has been adapted in the bats to detect slight differences in warmth that indicate the location of veins. Thanks, Suzanne. Everyone knows that dolphins use echolocation, but new research suggests that at least one species, the Guyana dolphin, also hunts by detecting the electricity given off by its prey. Sensory biologist Wolf Hanka of Rostock University says the dolphins have small, dark pits on their snouts. When he and his colleagues experimentally covered up these areas on a captive dolphin, it became less efficient at finding prey. He says Guyana dolphins probably use echolocation to locate prey from a distance, but switch to electroreception when they're less than 10 inches away from their target. It works at close range only. He adds that the dolphins often root around in the mud, where echolocation doesn't work. 
having more than only one sensory system is definitely of a great advantage in evolution. Like the Guyana dolphin, the platypus does much of its hunting in mud as well, so it's not surprising that it's the only other mammal known to hunt extensively with electroreception, although Hanka says there could be more. Some bony fish and sharks also do it, and all of these predators are aided by the fact that animals can't help giving off electricity. These electric fields are, for example, produced by muscle activity or by nerve activity, also by other reasons, not all of which are perfectly clear. There is no animal known that does not produce electricity. Next, Science Update correspondent Justin Warner reports on some other dolphin-related news. Dolphins are known for their keen intelligence, sophisticated communication systems, and friendliness to humans. But Georgetown University medical scientist Michael Zasloff wants to turn the spotlight on their amazing healing abilities. He and Australian conservationist Trevor Hazard have been documenting how dolphins routinely recover from huge shark bites. First of all, it doesn't die of a hemorrhage. It heals this massive wound, unattended, of course, most of the time by human hands over the course of a month. And in that month, this deficit is filled and you don't see scar. The animal you know, doesn't look like he's twisted or there's no big defect. There is no evidence of infection. There's no swelling. There's no pus without any antibiotics. And what's equally remarkable is that they definitely show no pain. In fact, Zasloff says dolphins show more pain while getting blood drawn than they do when a chunk of their back's been bitten off. How exactly they do it remains to be seen, but Zasloff has some ideas. To stop the bleeding, for example, he says dolphins may take advantage of one of their body's adaptations to deep diving. Diving mammals shut blood flow off to the periphery to conserve oxygen and send it all to the brain, so it must mean that the animal activates this diving reflex, stops bleeding from the wound, and may very well do it just by diving deep into the ocean. Meanwhile, the dolphin blubber seems to have antibiotic properties and the ability to regenerate, something most human tissue can do only in early fetal development. I look at the dolphin now and I'm saying to myself, could it possibly be that, you know, we as a mammalian fetus, we live in water, we live in a marine type environment. Wouldn't it be amazing if the healing of the dolphin is basically preserving the sort of fetal program and keeping it alive, keeping it active as it emerges from the amnion into the ocean. Figuring out how that all works could lead to new medical breakthroughs for human wound treatment. Zasloff has also studied the antibiotic properties of frog and shark skin, but he's excited about dolphins because they're mammals and their bodies are much more like ours. Thanks, Justin. Our final story today concerns babies. Babies associate certain vowel sounds with small objects and other sounds with larger objects. This is according to neuroscientist Marcela Peña of the Catholic University of Chile. When she and her colleagues played sounds that are produced when the tongue is near the front of the mouth, like E and A, babies spent more time looking at smaller objects. And when they listen the syllable with A and O, they spend more time watching the larger object. The researchers don't yet know why babies do this or if they're born with the ability, but they speculate that the relatively small size of the mouth opening when making E and A sounds compared to O and A sounds may help cue babies in to the size of objects. For instance, in Spanish, ball, you can say pelota. If you want to say small ball, you say pelotita, you put an E. But if you want to say that it is really, really small, you put pelotita. 
Thanks for that report, Suzanne. Well, that's our show for this week. Next week, scientists have discovered the largest repository of water in the universe, over a hundred trillion times that of Earth's supply. And closer to home, researchers have developed new software to detect contamination in our drinking water supply. Until then, tune into the Science Update Podcast Daily Edition every day, Monday through Friday. You can find it on our website, scienceupdate.com, or at iTunes. You can also check out Science Update's fan page on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. And if you have a science question, give us a call at 1-800-WHY-IS-IT. If we use your question, we'll send you a Science Update mug. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob Hershon for AAAS, the Science Society. We'll be right back.